Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. I hope you had a great weekend. Here we are on Monday morning and uh, as you remember on Friday, we talked about Herod harassing and persecuting certain of the church. Not just anybody, but those that were more prominent. You know, if you're in a room full of people, everybody sort of looks the same, but if somebody stands up in the middle of the room, then all eyes and attention are on that person. Friend, when you stand up for Jesus, you've just, uh, what we used to say in the Marine Corps, you've just uh, skylined yourself. In other words, if you're up on a mountaintop and you get up on the ridge, then somebody down below can see you against the back background of the sky and make out your silhouette and then you're in danger. Uh, when you stand up for Jesus now, you've just uh, allowed yourself to be seen and, and focused in on, if you will, by the enemy. However, you're not in danger because God is with you. Who can be against you? Uh, you know, God always leads us to triumph. And so this is what's happening. Herod sees certain of these apostles, and he doesn't just go for anybody, but he goes for one of the 12. It, remember, it was the first one of the 12 who had ever been martyred. He saw that the people enjoyed it so much that he arrested Peter. And now it's not just one of the 12, but it's one of the three. And he arrests Peter, and it says, if you'll remember now, that this took place during the days, in verse 3, of unleavened bread. And verse 4 says, so when he had arrested Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. So let me just uh, clarify, because if you know anything about the feasts of the Lord, you might be a little confused there. But the spring feasts start with Passover on the 14th of the first month of the year, Nisan. Uh, on the 14th is Passover. On the 15th is unleavened bread. So actually unleavened bread, uh, you know, starts on the, on the 15th, but it's a seven-day feast that also encompasses the Feast of First Fruits, which is just three days later. So it almost seems a little contradictory where he it happened during the days of unleavened bread uh, and he was going to bring Peter after the Passover. Well, Passover has already gone, but the feast, those spring feasts, because all three of them happen within the same week, um, they are called the festival of Passover or the Passover festival. So what it's talking about is after these seven days the day after Passover being the first day, after those seven days are completed, then he was going to bring Peter because the season of Passover is maybe how we would say it has passed. Okay, so let's pick it up in verse five now. It says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church, meaning the people that were in Jerusalem who knew about his incarceration. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. So now he was under heavy guard, you might say. I mean, in the same proximity, there were soldiers uh, in the same room with him, and then guards on the outside of the door. It says, Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly, and his chains fell off his hands. Uh, friend, understand this, that 
uh, get the picture. Now, Peter knows he's going to die. At least that's what Herod thinks. Uh, he's already seen one of the 12 be killed, John's uh, brother, James. Um, if you'll remember, James and John, they're the ones whose mother asked if they were going to sit uh, at his right hand. Um, and so we see there that, uh, that James now is dead. Peter could have been in fear. But he was sleeping so soundly that evening that the angel had to arouse him, had to strike him on the side and, and wake him up. And I've often wondered, you know, what, what a great example of peace and trust. See, Jesus, if you'll remember, had made him a promise uh, after the resurrection of Christ and they had been out on, on the seashore that day, and Jesus had already talked to him about, do you love me, and, and the, all these things. And, uh, and I think I'm going to find that in Luke, and I'm not exactly sure. Um, but at any rate, you'll remember that Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? And he went through that whole ordeal. And then they were walking along, and then, and then Peter sort of asserted himself about well, what's going to happen to John, and that kind of thing. And Jesus said, you know, don't worry about him, worry about yourself. And, uh, and, and there was a discussion, and if you'll remember how it goes, and I'm just going to put that on you. Why don't you seek that out and find that? Um, but he said, when you're older, somebody's going to bind you and take you where you do not want to go. And um, um, in fact, I just found it here in John 21, in verse 18, Jesus said to Peter, uh, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished, where you wished. but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke signifying what death he would glorify God. By what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. So now listen, understand what's just happened here. Jesus made him a promise that he's going to live to be an old man. And then, yes, he's going to die for Christ, but it's going to be when he's an old man. And in Peter's frame of mind, I guess he just wasn't that old. So he wasn't worried about dying. He was sound asleep. The angel had to shake him awake. So here he is already in the same place that, that James, the brother of John, had been just days earlier, and he was killed, and he died. And so does that make Peter any more special? And I believe that there's a special grace for the martyrs, and I think that that's not God's will for everybody. I think God wants us to be well and live long and all of that. But so Peter just rested on the promise of Jesus. Jesus had spoken to him that he was going to live to be an old man. And so he was able to sleep. And so the angel literally, you know, he was going to die the next day, had to literally wake him up. Now I want you to just bring this home to us for a minute. The Bible says in... Uh, you'll find a couple of different references to growing old in Psalm 90 and Psalm 91. But that he promises us three score in 10, which is 70 years, and then go another lap if you'd like to. If you're not finished, then, then take another lap. Uh, if we truly believe that, then what we can do is rest in the face 
of all lies of the enemy. We can be just like Peter, just resting in the promises of God. Friend, there are so many promises in the Bible that God makes to us, new covenant believers, of our health, our well-being, of our mental stability, our emotional well-being, uh, our psychological well-being, our physical, you name it, uh, that we are going to live long, that God wants us to live and not die. You could go on and on and on. And so we get so unraveled at times because of diagnosis, because of opinions, because if you eat too much of this or drink too much of that and all of those things. And I believe in taking care of the temple, which is our body. But friend, fear will come in and erode these promises of God if you're not feeding your spirit on them. So begin to feed on the promise of God. Begin to realize that with the same uh strength, magnitude, importance that Jesus face to face spoke to Peter. And Peter believed it because Jesus said it and everything else he ever said has come to pass every time uh, that Peter had seen. Then he just believed it. Friend, listen to me. Just the same way Jesus spoke face to face with Peter, he's speaking face to face to you and to me today through his word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And you and I, can take that to the bank, and we can rest knowing that Jesus, by his stripes, we are healed, that God has a plan for our life, that our life matters beyond more than us, and we can stand firm on those promises. And even when the devil says you're going to die tomorrow, we can sleep like a baby knowing that the devil is a lie, and God is true. Amen? Well, think on these things today as you go, because your adversary, the devil, can only devour those who forget the promise of Jesus. Amen. So thank you for being with me. That's all of our time this Monday. I'll see you right here in the morning as we continue in Acts chapter 12. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.